Sounds good, Rick. I am I am glad to finally be here. We've been talking about uh, me joining this group for a while now and glad that, uh, you know, the technical issues have not prevented it from happening. So, yes, but um, it was great to meet you at the conference. Great to have you here at Calvary and, you know, give you some insight into what we're doing here. But hello, everyone. And and welcome. I've been uh, my phone's not letting me see everybody at once, but I did see that at least one student is is on the call with us here. I won't uh, I won't call her out, though, unless she wants to unless she wants to name herself. Uh, but um, <clears throat> it's great to be with you all. Uh, and so Rick asked me to just kind of come in and give a short Devo as we get into our time of prayer. And I've had a number of conversations with Rick now about the importance of prayer, the um, lack of it maybe a little bit in in our western in our western uh, cultural context and how we we don't necessarily treat it as seriously as we do and and so as i was reflecting on what to share with you all um it it occurred to me you probably heard a lot of you probably heard a lot of bible verses and you probably read a lot of scripture and things that if that have been shared with you all while this prayer call has been going and everything and i i was reminded of um you know the parables of jesus where uh we are told that we should always pray and never give up and and so this week was teaching my students and i shared a story with them from from my own life and i thought you know this this might be a great story to to share with this group as well because it was something that uh really drove home kind of the importance of perseverance of prayer in my own life and also just helped me to understand a little bit more my my relationship with my heavenly father and so uh, so the student has probably heard this before, but, uh, the rest of you haven't, but this is a, a bit of a personal application. And so I have three kids, um, two of them twins, uh, Josiah and Alexander and Josiah, when he was about four years old, we were here at Calvary. My family lives on campus at the time and everything. And when he was about four years old, uh, he got really, really sick. And so, you know, as kids do, he, <clears throat> I don't want to be too gross about it, but basically we couldn't keep anything in him. And so we're trying to keep him hydrated and, and keep the fluid in him and everything and, and make sure that he's doing okay. And it became evident that uh, we were going to have to take him to the emergency room uh, just so that he could get some IV fluids and in, in order to be able to to kick this cold and the bug, whatever it was that he had. So I took him to the emergency room. And and so I want you. I want you for a moment to kind of imagine yourself a a four year old child being you don't feel well at all. And, and your dad's taking you to the emergency room, you go to the emergency room and the doctors are like, yes, we, we need to go ahead and give him some IV fluids. It's not, it's not horribly urgent or anything, but if he stays dehydrated, he won't be able to kick this bug. So, so they decide to give him some fluids. And so imagine, you know, my, my son, my four-year-old son is laying down on a, on a gurney and I'm laying right next to him. Uh, I've got one arm wrapped around his, uh, you know, underneath his head. And 
um, because they don't want him to move while they're doing this. I'm I'm holding one of his arms so that he can't he can't move. And then um, if any of you have ever seen um, the the actor The Rock, uh, this this big burly orderly comes into the room and he puts a vice grip. You know, looked looked like The Rock, only maybe six inches shorter. He puts a he, he just puts this vice grip on Josiah's knees and and holds him down. And then two nurses come into the room. One of those nurses holds on to Josiah's right arm. I'm on his left side. So holds his right arm straight. Uh, the other nurse starts to put the IV in so that he can, he can get the fluids and he can get better and everything. And, and so picture this situation. And it's at this point that Josiah begins screaming over and over and over little four-year-old boy he has no idea what's going on he has he doesn't understand right uh he begins screaming over and over and over help me daddy help me 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 just over and over and over he did not stop until the whole experience was done so you know 20 25 minutes of these iv fluids going into his system and he's screaming this the entire time because the only thing his little four-year-old brain knows is that he's in pain and he wants it to stop and now rick knows this but i've had i've had two kidney transplants and and so i've had periods in my life where you know i was on dialysis for a while and i've been going through things and it's just like uh i don't understand i don't know why the lord is allowing this to happen i don't you know and, and i'm and it was me it was it was me on the gurney crying out to my heavenly father help me daddy help me and and not seeming like I was getting a response from him. And in that moment with my little four-year-old boy, you know, the lesson that I learned was he's right there. He's right there and he's listening and he he cares about my cares and concerns and he knows he knows what I need better than I know what I need. Because I could have picked my four-year-old son up off of that gurney. I could have taken the IV out and we could have left. I could have, I could have in that moment given him exactly what he wanted, which was to remove the pain and take him out of that situation. But I knew because I had more information than he did that that situation is exactly the thing that he needs to be in in order to get better. That while this might be uncomfortable for the moment, the long-term consequences of what he is what he is experiencing um, could be more significant if he doesn't get these fluids and he doesn't get over his his illness and he doesn't get better and healthy as a as a result of that. And so, you know, in that it was in that moment that God kind of confirmed for me how how often is that me. How often 
is is it me who's who's on the gurney and I'm going through some circumstance or situation and I don't understand it and I just want it to leave but God my heavenly father knows no this is exactly what you need in this time frame because I know more than you do I have more information than you do and in that moment my son needed to do one thing he needed to trust he, he needed to trust that even though this hurt, his father had his best intention at heart and his father knew what was going on. And that's the same for me. That's the same for any of us. When, when we go to the Lord and we have cares and concerns or we look at the lost and fallen world around us or you know things like the war in Ukraine, different issues that might be going on. And in that moment, we need to trust that that he has it and he has it under control um and so i hope that encourages you today i hope it was you know it was it was a, just an occasion from my life that really solidified for me um the importance of how my our heavenly father cares i mean he cares he does care he's right there with us and in any and every circumstance that we might be going through he's right there with us in the midst of this world and its fallenness and its sinfulness and he knows he knows better than we do um and when we cry out to him even though it might not seem sometimes like he hears he does um but he knows he knows the answer he's already prepared the answer before we even ask him so um so thank you for listening i'm gonna go ahead and pray for us and and i'll turn it back over to rick so uh father god thank you for this time thank you that uh, i'm finally able to to join this call and meet with these uh these beloved folks of yours this family lord thank you for uh allowing us to come into your presence uh through your son lord thank you that you did not uh, see fit to remove him from the cross uh even you know very similar situation as he cried out to you but you you allowed him to go through that and because of that we have this privilege to be reconciled to you to be restored to fellowship with you and um lord through through his sacrifice lord may uh may we not give up even as even as my little boy you know, 25 minutes um, beseeching his father, may we never give up and, and never tire in coming to you, knowing that you are in control, you are in charge, you know the end from the beginning, and you have the answer even before we ask it. And Lord, um, may you bless this group. Uh, may you bless this time that we have together in Jesus' name. Amen.